Collins is next. Hello everyone and welcome once again to Fun Point, a podcast where two friends force each other to listen to new music. I'm Eddie Klaus and with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Dovagetis! Dovagetis! <laughs> Kim, hit us, hit us with the Dovagetis. Dovagetis. Remember when we figured out that it was like Dovagetis with like a D and it, a Y? It killed me to have to say it in the, it's like Dovagetis, like Getty and not, Images. And not Dovagetis. Yeah, no, that's, the accent. yeah, that's, that's, that's my sort of way of saying it. And I think that's the way that it's said, but. Yeah, that, that's the author. So. Yeah, that's how me and Amelia Clark sort of visualize the word. It's, it's never written in the books. Sorry to talk about Game of Thrones within the first. Yeah, that's not the reason seconds, I picked but... this one. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was just a coincidence. Uh, this, we're talking about Raleigh Ritchie. Uh, you're a man now, boy. Mm hmm. Uh, what did you think of also, it? Also also known as uh, Jacob Anderson, 40 Cheeseburgers, also known as Grey Worm, Game of Thrones. I, so, when you picked it, I, I didn't know what to think because I kind of thought it was like a goof. You thought I was having a laugh. I thought you were, you were, I thought you were uh, having a, sh- a laugh at me, mate. I thought you were, mm-hmm. um. You thought but, I was, I was, uh, I was pissing in your curds. Yeah, I thought, I thought you, you were, um, having a proper cheeky one at me, mm-hmm. mate. Because whenever there's, like, an artist who does two things, like, one of them I don't trust. Right, it's like, like when when Prince does movies. Exactly. When Prince does movies, you know, you can watch and you'll say, okay, maybe it was fine, but he was singing for most of it, so that's what he should <laughs> sure. be doing. Uh, so when I, I heard, I saw that uh, Rally Ritchie, Jacob Anderson from Game of Thrones also did music, I said, uh-oh, I don't know how... how you said he he does such a powerhouse acting performance on Game of Thrones, how could he be good at anything else? Exactly, uh, and then I was very, um, very happy to, to, to hear that the album is good, and I liked it. I think it's good. And it was, it was quite good to, to hear, I think. I was gonna, cause, um, I was introduced to it because, like, I, probably like a year or two ago, I was like, what the fuck, Grey Worm does music? And I went and I mm. watched, like, a funny music video where it's, like, Grey Worm being in love, and it's funny, mm-hmm. because that's the man from television. Mm-hmm. And I was gonna put, like, it was, the first, uh, video I saw was Stronger Than Ever, which is on this album. And that's, like, a funny music video where he's just being, like, a weird guy on a park bench. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to put that on Slap City a few weeks ago, and then I was like, let me dip into the rest of this and see if it's good. Why don't we just do the album? And then I and listened just... to it, and I said, damn, it's the greatest. I mean it. I'll never I mean be it. defeated. He's he's nice with it a little bit. Yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, First first song we have on here, World is Mine. Yeah, that's how, that's how they spell it in Britain. World, yeah. Um, uh, there's a few, a few times on, when he's singing on the album where he's, like, talking in a voice where you, you say, I don't know if this is, if this is his American accent or his, or his British accent. Right. But then when he gets into the first verse, he's like, stuck, stuck on the loop. And you're like, okay, (laughs) I know where you're from now. Yeah. He, He tries to hide it, but. I'm minding the gap over here. Exactly, gov. Oh, wait, I'm Austin Powers, mate. <laughs> Shagadelic. I fucking wish Austin Powers 4 was coming out this month instead of the other one. Yeah. Um, gotta be honest with you, not gonna watch it. Are you sure? Not sh- really. You used, to I mean, say, you used to say that about Jim Carrey's funny that you weren't... You used to say that about Joe Biden, Jim Carrey, that you're gonna watch tonight, so I don't know whether I can trust you on that. Yeah, we, we gotta wrap the podcast up so we can watch <laughs> Joe Biden, Jim Carrey. 
which is going to be real funny. He's going to break character and he's going to offer a sincere message to the president and hopes that he gets better. We are record for anyone in the future. Uh, we are recording this under very strenuous circumstances. (laughs) It's weird. We're all a, a, a right wreck, aren't we? Yeah, we are. We're proper gutted, mate, to see that our <laughs> our old PM, our, our PM, has been uh, uh, hospitalized due to uh, COVID virus. So, uh, yeah, you know, touch and I, go. Wouldn't, I wouldn't wish that on my best friend. No, so. I certainly wouldn't. <laughs> as, oh, listen, God. I as somebody who just got his second negative from COVID back, I I. Mm-hmm. I can't think of anybody that deserves it. I can't. There's no one else I'd rather have it than the president of the United <laughs> States of America. You you know what's going to happen? He's going to be like Bolsonaro and get it fucking four times and just be like, fine. Like, yeah. It'll be good. And meanwhile, like, I can't laugh without my lungs hurting a little bit. And it's mm. it's cool. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. Ooh, ow. Terrific. Ouch. Ouch. Anyway, world is mine. Yeah, this song, and I don't mean this in a bad way, I feel like I've heard this song on, like, a Verizon commercial. Because it's just very, it's very smooth. Yeah, I feel like, uh, if I have one criticism about the album, is like, a lot of the the beats and the vibes sound kind of similar. But, uh, yeah, you could definitely hear this, like, you're walking through, um, you know, the old Navy Leicester Square. Leicester Square, you're walking through Big Ben and the London Eye. Yeah, oh, I'm in Canary just... Wharf, gonna go on the big Ferris wheel, isn't it? In, in it, Gov, I'm walking across Abbey Road in the Oh, way... it's, it's the... Tony Blair's house. I'm walking across Abbey Road in the fucked up way Paul McCartney <laughs> and I hear <laughs> this song playing, and I say, yes, that's Grey Worm. I just, like, I imagine, like, the silhouette, uh, you know, like, the old iPod commercials where, like, Stewie Griffin's silhouette would, like, dance? And you, mm-hmm. the headphones were a different color. It's like when you hear like the beatings over. I never mm-hmm. felt so alone. Like it's, it feels very iPod commercial to me. Mm. Uh, he, we have a we have a quote from Raleigh Ritchie on this one. Oh please. Uh, the the, the main thing I want to uh, talk about here is he says I'm I'm going to say it in my in my American accent. The song takes a different tone from the rest of the album. With me talking about money, living forever, and ruling the world. Laughs. It's about that carefree ignorance you have at a certain point where you can take on anything, but then you wonder why people don't like you and realize it's not sustainable. <laughs> <laughs> Never been a problem for me, Chief. Yeah, no, I, I feel great. I, I feel great. <laughs> yeah, this is a song about being epic and being cool. And I, I feel to the, the three themes on this album are two, two themes are being epic and being cool and having money and also just being really stupid and like not knowing things. Yeah. This song is about being the guys who hit each other in the back with chairs and like that alley yeah. and then like kiss each other on the lips and smoke cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> we'll never be defeated. Yeah. That's them. Uh, stronger than ever. Next up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's always. Funny to me, like, in the, in the first verse when he's like, oh, hate me when I'm successful or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's always just a funny, like, idea to have in a, in a, any form of media because it's like, the only way you'll know, really know that is, like, when they're successful. So it's like, damn, he was right. He really bet on himself. He called he a shot. He called a shot. But <laughs> imagine being like, yeah, I'm going to make it big and I'm going to be a star and doesn't happen. Yeah, it's like, uh, that's the hit song from like Tommy Two Tones' second album. Yeah, <laughs> uh-huh. 
they call me a one-hit wonder, but I'm back. I'm back. Stronger than ever. <laughs> delusions ground now. I'm a free agent. That's how he says it. Oh, yeah, he does. That is the delusions. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, we get some. Tell me how you feel about this. How uh, maybe a rift forming between Brooks and Jacob Anderson. Because he says, uh, just, just reading it, you know, I'm not going to do a voice. Can't be arsed with college. It's nothing but a human zoo. See, now that's, I wanted to bring that up with you. Because to me, that's, he's saying Paolo resigned. It, pa- that, I got <laughs> He's saying Pedagogy I, of the Oppressed Zero. He wrote it first. I just got an SMS, mate. Paolo Freire, you resigned. <laughs> damn, I, I damn, I, why did I write a book instead of putting huh? it to music? SMS. SMS? That's, that's what they call text messages in England. Oh, cool. Yeah, you learned, I thought you asked me who Paolo Freire was. I was about to be like, Kim! <laughs> What's SMS? I don't know. Short message in it. Damn. In it's, she doesn't know what that acronym stands for. SMH. Let's SMH go. is right. SMDH. Yeah. Yeah. Get, it. yeah. get it. Go off. Get her ass. Uh, um. Also, another line here. Sure. Uh, pull the wool back from my eyes. I can see clearly. So he he was you know he was a sheep, but now he's oh. Because they not. do, they have sheeps over there. They do have sheeps. Famous uh, London town. And uh, can I tell you how I envision mm-hmm. Britain? And I've been there, but like how I envision it, and I just sort mm-hmm. of realized it now. Mm-hmm. I like so like I envision it as like Big Ben is right next to the Queen's house, and like that's like London. Mm-hmm. And then outside of London is just like the, um, you know, the scene in Game of Thrones when Khaleesi gets picked up by the Dothraki in season five. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, it's, I feel like it's just like it's like rolling hills and cliffs, and that's it. Uh huh. <laughs> and that's where all the sheep are. That they're all there. Yeah, that's where they. But live. he's he's back, and he's from the city, and he's a big star now. If if London is listening, do not interact. Yeah, um, it's um. I don't know. I was that, in I was in London for like eight days, and I didn't get food poisoning. Shout out London, actually. Shout out to London. Did you? What did you? Did you eat only McDonald's and? I did have I did have McNaldo's over there and it was um I got mm-hmm. like the the Mick wrap. It was both mm-hmm. the dollar and pound bargain. Okay, dollar and pound. That's that's, that's what the that's the exchange. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Dollar to pound bargain. Yeah. Uh to actually talk about the song for a second. <laughs> when he starts doing like cool rapping about big explosions. I forget that, that he stuff. does cool rapping on this one. Whenever he does, I'm like, ooh, get it. Get yeah. it, Jacob. Uh, I wish, I, I mean, it's, I, I'm always the guy, I can't listen to a song unless it's more than 180 beats per yeah, minute, yeah, yeah. so anytime he picks it up a little bit, I'm like, yes, let's go. You can do it. You got the skills. Yeah, this is, if I was still in the universe where I worked out, um, mm-hmm. and I was, it'll, I'll do that again sometime in the future, but, mm-hmm. um, like the, like the drop when he's like, believe me when I say I'm gonna be, and then all the music drops and he goes, big explosions crack through thunderous mountains. When he becomes when he becomes lyrical, like mm-hmm. that's lyrical astronomical. That's like yeah, the that's the perfect like workout playlist time to do push ups. Yeah, because you're like, okay, I'm 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 catching my breath, you know. Now now I'm gonna I have yeah. It's like I'm I'm resting for the rep. verse, and I'm just sitting there in push up position, waiting for him to say the cool word fast, so that I yeah. can like maximize my my uh-huh. rep. Uh huh. I also have a note that maybe that bridge is about wanting to fuck his gray worm, but I don't know. Okay, I, I was so trying to, like, 
not just think like, yes, this is Grey Worm singing this. The whole there time. are a couple songs where it's about Grey Worm, though. <laughs> okay, good. I, I didn't, I didn't want to be the one to introduce that. Listen, to it, podcast, listen, but. it annoys me when I go on to all of his. It's, it's hypocritical for me to be annoyed by this, but still, like, whenever I go to like eighty percent of all the comments in the music video are just like. Grey Damn, Worm. Grey Worm got over Missandei fast. Yeah, I did pop into a couple, and that was literally a top comment. Wow, Grey Worm sings good. One million likes. Yeah. <laughs> Piat Pri, your fans will not give you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I wish Rally Rishi would sing Lies from the Tablecloth. That would be really good. Uh, next up, we have uh, Bloodsport. Fifteen. Fighting uh, in love war. This song, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that it's it's like I feel like because I didn't I didn't know um, that he was actually seems to be like fairly successful in his music career before right. I listened to this because all the songs have like a few million listens. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, was just like, oh, like okay. I was just like yeah. I was trying to get like a a, a vibe on like how well known he is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I was searching and like. He's been, like, he's been corresponding and, like, been mutual fans with, like, apparently, like, Kimya Dawson on Twitter for, like, the last six or seven years. So it's, like, mm-hmm. okay, he's at least Kimya Dawson famous. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. he's, at, he's at least sort of... And I don't um, really know what the British music scene is like. I'm sure they love listening to the Rolling Stones over there. I It was just strange to me that uh, this... I, I had a a little bit, a little bit of pure leaf stuck, stuck in my good. throat. Take it easy. Uh... That this is like the, his most listened to song, mm-hmm. and like it's all right, you yeah, know, it's fine. Uh, but it does definitely seem like a song that would be playing in like if it back when you used to be able to go to the mall and someone would try to sell you like a shitty phone case and like harass <laughs> you about it, and you wouldn't, you try not to, you try not to look at them so you can get past, yeah. and you'd walk by the Forever Twenty One, and he, sta- he stands be- in front of you and he says, "Look, it's Brian Griffin saying, whose leg do I have to hump to get a dry martini?" And you can. I also have a t-shirt that says that. Do you want this? Very good. It's $32. Uh, and you walk past the Forever 21, this song would be playing in it. Yeah. Uh, and it is, I, I was like, oh, this seems like a, you know, a pretty typical, like, uh, where we, we're in a relationship and it's Yeah, it's, it's tough, Fleetwood Mac 2. Fleetwood Mac 2, um, the chain again. And then, uh... Genius user WTF is life four years ago. This song perfectly described me and my ex girlfriend. <laughs> so. This song actually happened to my buddy. Yeah, I'm friends with with, with Grey Worm. <laughs> Here, let me just from the top about this song. Mm-hmm. If so, again, I to pull back the curtain a little bit. I feel like you and I don't necessarily have an entire command of British slang. However. Mm. Mm-hmm. I feel like if a British person told me that my imperfections are quaint, I would start crying. Yeah, that sounds really mean to me. Mm-hmm. I know that it's a it's a Shakespeare. It's like you know you're a. I love my my nine out of ten British GF is what he's saying. Yeah, disgusting British wife is blessing a curse. Yeah. Like, uh huh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's nothing is perfect, but your imperfections are quaint. I just feel like you could come up with a better adjective than quaint. Yeah. Are really your, your cool. imperfections are great. Your imperfections <laughs> are nice with it. Okay, here let's let's uh, re- re- rewrite um, Raleigh Ritchie. So the song starts. Um, nothing is perfect. Nothing is perfect, but your imperfections are nutty. 
Uh, your, your love, love is worth it. Because you will be, be my your buddy. buddy. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go. This shit's easy. Yeah, this shit's easy. Get us on the game, Grumps. Let's go. <laughs> I was like, can I tell you, for the last two weeks, I've been like, oh, it would be really funny to, like, uh, re- you know, uh, revisit or visit for the first time some of... Because he's, apparently he's been on Game, game Grumps, like, fucking eight times. At this mm-hmm. point. They're friends. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's also, like, I have seen a lot of comments where it's like, damn, I really hope he goes back on Game Grumps. He was one of the best guests. <laughs> but, but, like, uh, oh, there it goes. Hmm? Fucking, what were we talking about? The game Grumps. But, like, uh, what, what was the point I was making? I have COVID that's brain, the, sorry. Only, you're the only one who can, who can lead me on this path. Damn. We'll get back to it. Love that riff. Great riff. You'll find it. Sensational riff, leaving it in. (laughs) Sensational riff. Next up we have I Can Change. Not to be confused with the South Park musical song, which you might have done. Ooh. No, I I can't say I... You might have confused it with the song where it's, uh, I think Saddam Hussein singing it in hell. Oh yeah, forgot about that whole that funny. You, so you watched that recently? You no, I didn't watch it? that recently. I watched the South Park pandemic special. Didn't know that was happening at all. Yeah, it was an hour long pandemic special, and um, it was fine. I have a quick question for you. Just uh, you know, using my South Park knowledge, did uh, the character Kenny die of COVID nineteen? If you can believe it, he did die, but not of COVID nineteen. Okay, subverting my expectations. I like it. That's what I want out of those two. <laughs> it's those funny guys. Mm-hmm. I, so, uh, uh, just uh, we have a, a brief um, description of the song from uh, Genius User Yoetic. Uh, this song is about Raleigh's trifles with having a girl this good. He's insecure about whether he's good enough for her and promises to get rid of his drug abusing tendencies so that she won't leave him. Uh, but ba 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 ba. Worrying thoughts of leaving him because of his flaw is to do drugs, i.e. Valium. <laughs> like, thanks. That is. The, yep, that's one of them. Okay, I got it. I'm back. Okay, I remembered what I was going to say. Okay, let's go. We're, Holy we're still shit. talking about, we're still talking about Bloodsport. Yeah, um, let me give you some thoughts about Bloodsport. Let me Bloodsport. Blood yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, um, I tested negative and my brain's good again. It's just getting back mm-hmm. to, it's booting up. When he says, if I fall short, I fight break rank, break rank, break ranking mm-hmm. is something that you do as an unsullied. But anyways, that, the thing that I was gonna say. Okay. Is that I was going to go back and watch all of the, like, Game Grumps Rally Richie videos over the last two weeks so that I could, like, reference it and have funny anecdotes and, like, you know, brighten up the mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. And then every time I did that, I said, uh-uh, and I stopped. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I, I can't watch, I can't watch a 45 minute Wheel of Fortune video just because Jacob is on it. It's also there. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry for anybody who's worried about my health now because I just, I just had a certified presidential debate moment. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, let's, let's, I have let's to... finish Bloodsport and go to I Can Change. Okay. On the song I Can Change, uh, I feel like this is where he really starts first talking about his kind of uh uh it seems like the character uh, in this album you know the slim shady of jacob the slim Anderson. shady yes uh he seems to to break edge quite a bit yeah uh, and the thing is so i think he's like he's 30 years old now so when he put this out he must have been like it came out when he was like 25 ish something like that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and he says you know crush through town with my fake id and i'm just like why does it why does a 26 year old man in britain need a fake id mm-hmm I feel like you can do, you could even rent a car. 
It's so you can when, let the old double decker. It's it's so when uh, he goes to he goes to the whatever they call uh, he goes to the pub, and then uh, the the big bouncer they probably call it something stupid. They they probably call the guy in front of the pub like the the bipper. Yeah, and he says, "I I D mate, I'm British." And he says, "Here you go." And the guy says, "This is Gompers there." And he says, "I'm Gompo. This this is Grey Worm, Game of Thrones." And he says, "No, no, no, it in it. Look at the ID." And it says uh, Raleigh Ritchie on it. So he's like, "Okay, mm-hmm. I was wrong." And he says, That's "No, it's thing. not. It's only season four. The fans don't know who I am yet, really." Yeah, I've yeah. only been in the background with b- multiple Dario Naharises. We <laughs> with all three of them. All three of Naharis. I'm in the background with Dario Naharis, and I got free water bottles. Yeah, the new one's the time traveler's wife, but he just, we just call him Dario. He's Dar. He's oh, the, the, the Beatles from Liverpool. <laughs> Beatles. We had to replace Dario Naharis because he's an important character for later. <laughs> really? It's a bit nutty, Basil. <laughs> We do. This is like our fucking sixth fun point episode about a British album, and it's all the fucking same bit every time. It's funny every time, though. It is funnier every. I time. I haven't heard any complaints. I haven't heard. Yeah, it's. I'm sure if we go back to like episode twelve where we did Arctic Monkeys, we were like, "Hmm, this is an interesting. Hmm, damn, cultures are interesting." Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to watch Austin Powers for the first time in future episodes. Yeah, it's gonna be great. I wish I could reference it. Uh, can we talk about Keep It Simple featuring Stormzy? Yeah, are you a big Stormzy head? No, but, uh, I don't think I, so, I don't know much about Stormzy. I, I know the name. I know he's a, he's a fairly popular, um, British musician. Uh, based on his, his, based on his verse in this track, don't think I'm gonna be listening to him in the future. You did, uh, you didn't care for, uh, for his verse on this one. Didn't care for his bars. Didn't like watching episodes of Friends. I need the box set. You didn't care for that? Not really. Uh, this feels really, like, uh, this, it feels like one of like the eight verses in So Appalled that you forget about until you like, exactly. let it roll the yeah. entire time. And he didn't even mention a brand of basketball one time and I was still like, yeah, this is not. Yeah, not not your best performance. I yeah, I had no concept of who Stormy Stormzy was, so like I was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is probably like a a young like Billie Eilish, Lil Peep style person that like I is popular with the Zoomers, but I'm just not familiar with. I don't feel like I don't feel like I'm gonna see Stormzy on the come up based on this. Uh huh. Based, I don't it's, think it's good. Good luck, Chief. Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, I, I, I wish him neutral to well. <laughs> Depend. <laughs> I don't know anything about him. But, uh, yeah, it's just sort of a verse about listening, to, uh, watching Friends and eating cake, which is fine. Yeah. Uh, so we just kind of went over our, our, our hilarious bit that we do every time we have a, a British artist and mm-hmm. mentioned the things we know. Verse two does start with love on the Thames. So don't ask. Yeah. Us. It's this, in the text. This MF just said Thames. He said the river Thames. So. <laughs> Um, this, but here, the, the thing that I stuck out for me on this song is this dude lives in, uh, Britain. I don't know where, but I, I assume it's London. And he's like, damn, it's raining outside. That's crazy. That's it. Wow. Goddamn. <laughs> this is Again a certified Gene Kelly moment coming on, he says. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, there, it, and there is another part where he's like, uh, 
I, I guess it's he's talking about being a teenager, and he's like, but walking beside you, blowing my mind. <laughs> it's literally Beatles, I want to hold your hand shit. Like... Yeah, there's a lot. Of, yeah, a lot of this. A lot of this is him reading out the Wikipedia definition of Valium, but also about wanting to hold a girl's hand very badly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's okay. I I'm so distracted now because I really just want to talk about the next song. But here's the. the do you get it when it's uh, when he's like this time around? Got it's to- a good chorus. The thing is, this this chorus and uh, prior to this, I can change both of those. He goes a little childish Gambino Redbone a little bit. Like he's he's he hits those. He could he could sing those yeah, nutty high notes. Yeah, he's but got, he he has the talent. This is something that I learned um, when I went to to London. Um, mm-hmm. It's uh, my world experience, mm-hmm. um, Mister Worldwide, which over is here. the name of my stand. He says, "Got to mm-hmm. keep it simple, keep it underground." The That's London Underground the is the name train. of their choo-choo train. That's the choo-choo train. That's what they call their Thomas the the, the train over there. Yeah. So, and when he Very, says, mm-hmm. uh, "I just want to shout," he's talking about mm-hmm. the London Eye. Ah, of course. <laughs> I thought he was talking about "Twist and Shout" by uh, by the Beatles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> He was also talking about Susan Boyle from the iPhone episode of Futurama, who is also British. That's, yeah, I should have got her on here. Should have got her on here. Speaking of Susan Boyle, up next is the greatest. It's the greatest. This is uh, the new official Pigot family anthem. <laughs> this is the bro we are teens anthem, partying with the lads. Exactly. We don't, listen, we are dumb as fuck. We don't know anything. We're stupid as hell. We're dying. We love it. We're We're dying. We don't have healthcare and we love it. We're amazing and slim, the queens and the kings. Yep. See you in the same place when we're 83 in Pigot Discord. In 80, we'll still be there posting. Same shit. It's it's just harassing Brian Cockman on Twitter. But it's the only difference is we're all gonna be 95 years old, but it's gonna, we're gonna have the like highest quality like that feel face that no one has ever seen before. Oh yeah, like, we're gonna have the greatest emojis. We're just gonna close our eyes and see a, a, a like projected version of it in super high quality HD. Yeah. And then like it's by then like so the norm like we'll go to the mall and we'll we'll walk at we'll walk by the Forever Twenty One store and the 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 kiosk will be selling like the crying eyes laughing emoji that we know mm-hmm. is mood. And mm-hmm. the normal people would be like, look at this funny meme. Does anybody want to go to the cyber theater and watch tiger king 8 with me i i can't wait to do that <laughs> it'll be good and i'll say no i've got to go wait in line for gasoline sorry whatever at least we stick together this it's 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 easily the dumbest song on the album but no, it's yeah. also the best <laughs> yeah strong, you know stronger than ever is like i'm very sad i have emotions and feelings i'm being a weird guy on a bench in the music video mm-hmm. um but this one's just like, bro, we're going hell for leather. Bro, we are getting absolutely litty to titty tonight. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing you can do about it because we're dumb as hell. So well, can I ask you, so you're the you're both the um hellbent for leather expert mm-hmm. and the sort of idiom expert. Mm-hmm. Um are you familiar with the idiom to go hell for leather? I I am not. Because he, um, says, he says in this one, he says, uh, even if I fall in love and have kids, will you wait for me? Mm-hmm. We'll go hell for leather. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. According I, to the, you know, I, I thought he was just a big Judas Priest fan. Yeah, I figured so. it was a Judas Priest thing, but it, this is a, this is like an old... It's To go hell for leather means to move, act, or do something very quickly, or as quickly as this possible. Has to, this has to be another one of the Queen's bits. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, there was a bit of a uh, a kerfuffle in the uh, at the school where I teach in the English teachers' planning room the other day. Because sure. one of the teachers, every day he posts, like he just clips to the board. It's like the poem of the day and the word of the day. And the word of the day was uh, willikers. Okay. And uh, the definition for willikers is uh, often used following the word G. It's, uh, but well, it didn't yeah, say I what mean, it was. Yeah, not really a definition so much. And everyone was like, I, I walk in and they're just like, D- D- it doesn't say it. You have to stop this shit <laughs> because that's not <laughs> no, that's not a definition. <laughs> just just having a laugh with with my mates. Yeah, uh, that's pretty good. That's as this song is playing, but we're arguing over <laughs> Willikers not having yeah. a definition. This is this truly is the swimming pools drink of the album. Yes, it it's, is. Hell yeah, baby, we're partying. Fuck, yes. friendships never last. We're the greatest. Um, uh, genius user Akinov, three years ago. A hymn to idleness. Mm, <laughs> this this cat free motherfucker. Mm. Oh, Khaleesi, you must not stay idle in the house of the undying. <laughs> <laughs> this, song, this song is the Trump tweet that's like, going well, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you got did you uh get anywhere pursuing the mystery of why well is spelt w-e-l-i no the honestly the i don't even believe this but the best explanation i can come for come with mm-hmm. is like it's somebody on his team like throwing red meat out to the QAnon people so they'll still support him and vote for him like but what does that what what does that signal though like the, well, I, i'm more concerned about the i and the l Right, but it's like it's they can figure out what the code means. It's just like you know, it, it does. It so it doesn't matter. They'll they'll find out. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. Did you? Okay. There was the big the big like thing about the latest batch of tweets was it says like like we'll get through this together. Did you see that? Yes. And it's like uh, together means if you break it down to get her to arrest Hillary Clinton. Yes, let's fucking go. So that's what's happening, <laughs> and that's what I believe. Yeah. Anything else on this song? Yeah. No, it's it's good. Yeah, we're, I'm glad you like it. We'll never uh, be it, it was it was the f- the fun one that I was like, I just feel like being dumb as hell right yeah. now. So I'm going to go back to this. You one. hear it more and more. Uh, uh, before we move on, let's check in with the Patreon. dot com slash post game of thrones, where if you like, you can donate to us. Uh, One dollar a month will get you all of our bonus content, including uh, words and deeds that I do with Brooks. It's about Metal Gear. We gotta check in with the final act of Metal Gear Solid Four soon. We've got to. It was really hard. For, I, I'm, I can, I'm so close to being able to just like be able to make allusions to Metal Gear without, because uh, mm-hmm. like I was able to make like a first. I, I don't remember what event it was covering, but like I did the um, a couple days ago. I posted something about like transporting big Bo- big boss's corpse to a secondary location, and it was like. A, mm-hmm. To some, it must have been about, about about Tiger King or something. But like, related to any any current major news stories. Yeah, it was like the shot of like Big Mama, and it was it was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was uh, I really can't wait until I have full Metal Gear brain and I can just reference because I, I I love seeing those funny pictures of like a, you know Liquid Snake making a face and it's like this is uh, Bill Barr, mm-hmm. you know I lo- I want I can't wait to join that conversation. The story in Metal Gear Solid Five is nearly non-existent, but there's one bit in it that I feel like as soon as you like 
when you see it, you will you will realize, and it will just like change your life because you'll think it's the funniest shit. Hell yeah! So, looking forward. That's the only thing I'm looking forward to talking about Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> I think it'll be good. Uh, also, Carry Me Home that I do with producer Kim. Hi. Hi. We just watched Funny in August. In August. And yeah. we finished watching it. And <laughs> so for September, you'll be releasing Jim Biden. We're gonna which have you to watch in September. Jim, Jim Biden, which we watched September. Uh, many people are saying uh, stream Funny on Showtime. Stream Funny. Also, big recommendation type in the right to. Name. Hmm? But type in the right name. Yeah, it's funny. Funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, type in laughing on Showtime. Mm-hmm. And um if you I also recommend you you um you tweet about it with while saying the word kidding because in my experience there's a pretty high probability of the creators seeing it and liking it and saying thanks. Yeah. Which is nice. Uh-huh. Uh at $5 a month you uh can request albums for us to listen to on Funpoint. That's this podcast. I sh- we do have a, re- a request coming in. I'm going to, as I continue talking, I'm going to queue up the fun point email so we can dig into that at the end of the episode. Right. Um, and you get shout-outs at the end of episodes, which we always remember to do. Um, and at $10, you get all that plus special user status in Discord and uh, a Fire Pro wrestling monster uh, created in your, your specific visage or idea to fight and die to uh, Tom Nook when that happens again. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Thrones. Can you introduce the next song while I open up the fun point email? Yeah. Sir Baristan and Miss Andy reveal that Grey Worm and Dario have been indulging in a bit of gambling. They have been okay. at the contest since midnight and have missed a morning meeting with the Queen as a result. Daenerys uh-huh. is very irritated to discover that their contest is a game of who can balance their sword the longest, their prize being the honor of riding at her side when the march resumes. Daenerys assigns the pair to guide the, guard the livestock as punishment for their childish game. Mm-hmm. Grey Worm's gaze lingers on Miss Andy, which Dario takes as a sign that he is interested in her, and points out that this is problematic given Grey Worm's eunuch status. Mm-hmm. Are you set up? You ready for the next song? Yeah, I think I'm ready, bro. I was just, because I, I went back and I wanted to see, like, what um, Rally Ritchie was, like, doing with his job mm-hmm. <laughs> while, while uh, producing this, like, great content, and it was like, oh, this was happening while they started the, the four-season pussy-eating storyline. You know, uh, Rally Ritchie is like, you, you know, it's like the actors say you have to do, you one for, like one for them and then one for you. This is his real passion and he's right. Grey Worm Game of Thrones. Like, yeah, Grey Worm know, is, you know, Andy Kaufman famously did Taxi so that he could fund his, all of his funny pranks and stunts. Exactly. So this is, yeah, this is, um, this is him in funny Tony Clifton makeup berating the audience and doing, you know. Uh, next up, Never Better. Never really better. Uh, this, I felt a little bit like, uh, just on the horns in the chorus in this one to talk about the music for once. Sure. Got a little bit of like a Kanye West, old Kanye vibe. Oh yeah? On the horns. Like a kind of, uh, you know, that soulful, uh, soulful production on it. I said, well, ah, I, I remember, I remember the times when I smiled. Yeah. And then, mm-hmm. Anyway. Here's my thing about, so it's, it's, this is another sad one. It's, you know, he, the therapy didn't work out for him. Um, and this is, this is real. He, he he does the CM Punk thing where he says, this is no mixtape. This is no love song. This is no piss take. Mm-hmm. This isn't Rally Richie talking. This is Jacob. Are you taking the piss of me, mate? Yeah. <laughs> taking me piss. Mm-hmm. So he says, even my fucking therapist couldn't get my name right. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like Jacob Anderson is that hard of a name. It's because the therapist kept calling him Grey Worm and he didn't appreciate it. <laughs> 
the great the, the therapist was calling him Torgo Nudis. Yeah, how, 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 how was your last uh, month, Torgus Nudis? Oh, sorry. Yeah, Fuck. No, stop. God, shit. I'm <laughs> sick of the show. <laughs> they called him Torgo Nudo. They did when he was evil, though. With no explanation. It's never mentioned ever in the show. Yeah. I will tell you a real treat that, like, I've discovered, even over the last two weeks when I've really been dipping in. Mm. Now, like, at first, you know, you watch the music video to Bloodsport, and it's like, you know, he's singing, and it's like, that's funny, it's Grey Worm singing. What a treat. Mm -hmm. Now, when you go back and you look at, you look at Grey Worm, like, making poopy face, like, while Daenerys is Oh, when I go back to watch... 90 award emmy award-winning show game of thrones yeah when you go time. back to to watch the scene where uh gray worm uh goes to pussy down mm-hmm. um it's like that's riley richie he's pleasing like that's the singer it's as you, you're gonna feel like how everybody felt when ed sheeran showed up yeah exactly when when there's like you know a, a fierce battle of the battle of winterfell and all the for some reason the like barricades are set behind the army <laughs> Um, and the trebuchets and catapults are in front, like, they're the front-line defenders, Uh and I see Grey Worm, like, like, staring intently through his, his helmet that is conveniently cut out so I can make out the features on his face. Right. I'm gonna be thinking is, well, that's it, forever, we don't know any better. Yeah, he goes up to Miss Andy and they go, hi, hey. Yeah, that was, yeah, I was was waiting for that to be the Miss Andy and Grey Worm song. Yeah. So... (laughs) Yeah, this is, yeah, it's like, this is a sad song, but it's like, it's got the soaring early Kanye horns and like, mm-hmm. swells. And it's, it's, it is the second time in like, the first half, or I guess the first 55% of the album, where he talks explicitly about getting high, but from a girl. Yeah, but not, not in the traditional way, you know. Right, in the, in the, like. In, in the way, like. In the horny In way. the way that, in the way that another artist might say, God makes you feel. Right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, it, it's, it's the same, same girl that he was holding hands with earlier by mm-hmm. the London Eye, so. Yeah. When I touch you, I feel happy. It's yeah. hard. <laughs> um. It's we- so hard to pick which Beatle album I'm gonna pick. It's so hard, man. You I- are gonna, it's, and whichever one it is, I know it's gonna be, like, a bullet. Like, like a cannonball through the chest. Yeah, there's like, no kind pick. Exactly. You're gonna snipe me from one million yards away with fucking help or something. Yeah. And I'm not gonna expect it at all. It will certainly be a hard day's night. Up next <laughs> is Cowards Cow- by Rally Ritchie. Produced by Hi. Chris Loco. Okay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hi. This, okay. This, mm-hmm. So my thing, so it's, uh, it's like the, like on the Pince album where it's like they had the girls show up and be like, hello, it's, uh, the horny song. Mm-hmm. Um, this is so this so this song is apparently it's about two people who they're in love but they friend zoned each other and they they're worried and they they don't know if the other one likes them and it's mm-hmm. it's they don't sound like that to me yeah uh um, like i and maybe it is possible theoretically that like i could you know misread um a girl having interest in in somebody like that's something that i could theoretically see is me making a mistake in from time to time no that wouldn't happen but like she she sounds like vaguely disgusted yeah (laughs) and not even in like a full helga pataki style way it's just like hi hi Mm -hmm. okay Uh, uh, the thing here's my really stupid 
singular complaint about the song. I feel like the beat, and maybe this is, you know, an artistic choice, but the beat doesn't match the content of the song. Yeah. Like, the like it's too upbeat for, like, yeah. we, we, we're not, you know, on the same page. You can, anymore. you can tell that they, they opened up GarageBand and they made this nice beat and they were like, damn, we really gotta use this one on the album. We gotta use this one somewhere. We gotta use the high hello sample mm-hmm. 500 times in this song. Yeah, this one was, uh, I, I've, it's grown on me, but it was my least favorite for a while. Mm. Just, it's like the, the, the high hey is a little jarring. Mm-hmm. I've already, I already don't care for the Lumineers folks and they went and did it again. Exactly. Lumineers too. I will say... Kim is tra- trying to send me a message. Did you say pizza? I'm going to go downstairs and eat pizza. Okay, have fun. Oh, that's that's uh, what I that's what I say when I open up Trump's Twitter. What? Just in case you needed me. Okay, thank you. Downstairs. I'm gonna, I'm, I'll have mine after. Okay. Yeah. See you, Kim. See ya. Good luck. <laughs> thank you? <laughs> uh, can can I say one, one funny joke in the song? Yeah, hit me, hit me, hit me. When he says, we both self-destruct, we fight and we... And you think he, you think he's going to say fuck, like like the swear, right? But it, like the rage face guy. But it's the rage. He says fuck. But it's the the hey hi hello sample. And yeah, and he says we make it. love. Yeah, <laughs> he gotcha. says it, not me. He's yeah, gotcha, pervert. Yeah, here's the then to to build off of that. Mm-hmm. It really tickles me that the song ends with like him basically saying I'll. S- I'll see you in heaven. I want to fuck so bad. Like, I want to, God, please. It's, cause you know, like there, you know, there, I'm sure there have been love songs and poetry written about, you know, like living in forever and eternity with your beloved. Mm-hmm. But this is just, it's just, I can't, but that's like with like, you know, your, the person you're with or like your wife or your husband or something like yeah, that, and you know? This is with someone which seems like, eh, didn't, didn't work out. You know, like yeah, it's with like the the girl that sits in front of you at seminar that you'd like to talk with after class, but uh, uh-huh. and but it's see, just... but that yeah, <laughs> you said seminar, and for some reason, what I heard in my head was sermon, and you were at church. Yeah, I was at I was seminary. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, well, that would make the heaven. Yeah, that is canonical. That's 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 where you go <laughs> if you want to do that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, next up we have Amor, uh, which I thought was, was gonna be a song about, like, Othello, but it's, it's, uh, someone says it seems to be a play on Amor, Spanish for love. Which right, is like a pizza pie. Uh, yeah, Amore. Um, this, this, at first I was like, ooh, this beat is, like, a little nutty, they're like, <laughs> that's how it goes, I'm like, yes, I like this. And then I realized it just kind of sounds like a more life-era Drake beat, and then I was like, ah, oh, shit. Aw, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Mm-hmm. This was the original Passion Fruit beat. Yeah. Until we came up with that other one. Um, this song is about defying Christ. Okay. <laughs> Hit me with some more of that. It's just an interesting sort of turnaround. Mm-hmm. So this is this is uh this is post not clarity. Okay. Because in the second verse he's like, you know The ra- he does mention the rapture in it. If the rapture starts tomorrow, we'll be dead, which means like We're going to less the song we were going to heaven, but I I cranked my hog, so now we're going, yeah, to- <laughs> now we're going to- I don't know about repentance. I just think if you do something bad you're you're done. And if mm-hmm. the world burns, I want to burn Joker. If I want the world burns, I want to burn in it. 
Mm-hmm. That's like he's saying, like, okay, I'm going to defy Christ and go to hell. And I want to go with you exactly how we're living. So I want to continue to um, not fuck, but in hell. <laughs> but in hells, yeah. Uh, so some more some more contradictory um, elements to this song. Remember, we mentioned before where he doesn't live with the sheeps. He, he lives um, in London town. And then he says, moves to the suburbs where the grass goes, away from stubborn city assholes. That's how they t- say it. Yeah. In, um, so, so, so character development, one is he wants to move away from the city and also he wants to go to hell, so. Right. Um, and, um, the homophone, uh, knower is logging in because mm-hmm. a moor can also mm-hmm. be an attractive, open, uncultivated upland or a heath. Oh, so it could also okay. be like, you know, it's a more like love, but it can also be mm-hmm. like a, a place where we can like till the soil and like, and may start family. Um, just a thing that blasted back into my mind because I forgot to text you the image of it when I first saw it. Sure. I think the move to the suburbs line, uh, reminded me. You know, the, uh, the town that I live in, the yeah. name of it, which we don't have to say on the air. We got a flyer for like, vote for your local Democrats for like, fucking councilman yeah, or whatever. Soil conservator. Yeah. And it's like three people on it, and and then it says it said some shit at the top like find out why insert town is ranked the thirteenth best town in America. <laughs> like what? <laughs> Damn! I really gotta know now. Damn. Thirteen? Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Democrats. You did this. Thanks. Thank you so much, Joe Biden. <laughs> Let's go. Not it'll. We're gonna make it top ten. Just find out why it's thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> think i will <laughs> i'm going to check this one out anyway uh it's the the, the best part to be it, again it's like kind of you know similar uh material to the rest of it we can get a funny a funny joke in about going to hell but the, the beat on this one goes nutty and i did appreciate that yeah it's uh and i will say um i, I picked this one because i was more familiar with the songs it seemed a lot more like more up-tempo generally but on his his <laughs> album andy which came out i think last year um, mm-hmm. he, he, like all the reviews are like, becoming more, uh, instrumentally mature. Like he's got, so he's got some, some different kind of nutty style samples and beats, um, to anybody who's looking for, for more Grey Worm. Mm-hmm. He's not a one hit wonder. He's not Tommy Two-Tone. He's back. He's back. Better than ever. Next up we have Young and Stupid. <laughs> this one is like, it's like you already said <laughs> this song. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, is but it? why not? Why not again? Part two. Yeah, yeah it's like yo, Eddie likes Eddie likes the greatest. Where I say we're young and stupid. I d- I did like that one, but also this one does have in in the chorus when it's like I need a rush. Oh, rush some luck. Oh, oh rush. right. Like you have a guy. Ye- if you if you if your song has like a guy yelling in the background. I'm yeah, it's it. it's the everything goes numb style. Ski mask check. Sawed check, off check. Yeah, yeah. You just need your hype man. Yeah, in the background. That's true. Mm-hmm. Man, it's good. Um. It, it, no, we are. I, I guess we st- we skipped it, but again, same kind of you know uh, vibes and material. There was one song where he's like, "I don't watch the news." <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's stronger I than ever. I don't even going. watch the news. Yeah, um, that's right. Before and, he goes and, uh, free airy mode, and and it, so previous previous songs, um, he's he's either going to heaven or he's going to hell, and he's cranking his hawk. And this one, he says he's going to Mars. That's true. He says he's I'm hopping in the the Tesla that Elon Musk shot into space and contaminated all living uh, <laughs> the machine that kills all living organisms and I'm flying in it to Mars and I'll be there. Mm-hmm. 
He's coming uh, off the grid, didn't he? I'm now speaking of that verse, and I this is not a topic that we need to to dwell on given the world now. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised that he referenced the boy who lived in that mm-hmm. like he said, I'll be a star, I'll be the boy who lived. And I was like, mm-hmm. I feel like that's a joke that we would make. Like that's what British people sing about all the time. Well, um, I, I feel like we need to, <laughs> we need to open ourselves to more, um, you know, advanced, like, uh, intellectual cultures. Right. Uh, because we've been we in the American is, literature uh, class for too fucking long and we need to go learn about Beowulf. Exactly. All I do is I, I go to a school every day. I don't teach anyone and I read the legend of Sleepy Hollow and I say that was great and then I go home. <laughs> I, I did in in college. I did write a whole paper about like this Ichabod Crane guy fucking sucks, and I got an A minus on it. So yeah, the, you know, I, I guess mean, I'm kind of an expert. I I was never really drawn in by the story, so I I agree with you. Mm, thank you. <laughs> mm, taking a sippy of my my crew leaf. I need it. I, this this shit spills every time I sip it, and I don't like it at all. But I I'll, I'll keep drinking that shit or whatever this week was. <laughs> But this is terrific content. Mm-hmm. Did you see the update to that? Oh yeah, that's yeah. End it's, of an it's era. No longer, it's no longer terrific. That was content. during the debate, right? We have nothing anymore. <laughs> uh, what if at SNL they just go like super mean spirited though? That would be great. I would really love it. <laughs> nothing I can say on the air, but I'm just imagining some some jokes that could be done. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you're a man now, boy. You're a man now, boy. Um, this song starts with him talking about how he has tiny hands. He does have tiny hands. Um, I, I misheard, um, the, like, I don't know why. Maybe it was just, like, you know, the, the instrumental coming in, but I thought the song, yeah, I, cause when I listen to it, I just kind of play it and, like, yeah, and, you yeah, know, yeah. I feel, I feel the vibe. And, uh, I thought it started with, you still got the same feet. And I was like, oh God, what's this song gonna be about? <laughs> That's what Miss Sandy said to Grey Worm. It's like, you still got feet. Uh, and then I was, and then I'm listening to it and I'm like, haha, this is funny. Like, okay, one, he's flexing on you. Suit and tie and Ray-Bans. Got it. Uh, Jurassic Park, P got favorite. Yeah. Uh, movie. And then, um, the chorus is good. Not growing. He said, I'm not growing up on aging. And then I became extremely old mm-hmm. and like, and like shriveled when yeah. I heard that. I was like, damn, it's true. But he did say he swapped out the fizzy drinks for beer cans and, I, I can only speak for myself on this one. Mm-hmm. I drink quite a bit of fizzy drinks, famously. Yeah. But and see, I I don't think you would call them fizzy drinks, but beers. I know you haven't um, partaken. I would describe them as fizzy. They they do have a bit of a that that kick to them. Right. It's like when you're old, you can only drink like flat beer that's like been out for a while. Yeah, you have to open it and plan for later. Um, yeah. So yeah, exactly. Because when you're in Britain and you're old, they give you the dirt beer. Oh you have my to... god! I I I don't want to keep going back to our bit, but he talks about a fucking Sunday roast in this song. I was okay. So my that was damn. You've already passed my test. I was going to quiz you on what you think a Sunday roast is. <laughs> it's every Sunday a British person gets up at the crack of dawn and they they make a meal that's just like fucking beans and mushrooms and like a slice of toast. Yeah, but it it's, takes it's bangers, beans, and mash. Exactly. And they're like, this is, this is what the queen gives to me. And it always (laughs) looks like shit. So, sorry to all of our 
British. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. But... I have uh, my my twenty three in me uh, showed that I'm part British. British, so I can say it. Just pivoting. Here's my train of thought. I was going to say you shouldn't have a disgusting Sunday roast. You should do what I do and wake up at like ten thirty and go to Wawa and get the last sizzly available and a cup of coffee. Um, when I did that today, uh, one of the guys who works at Wawa went to the like uh, the screen where you order it. And he said to one of the other guys who who works who was working, he says, "Oh man, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to have you make me some real stupid shit." <laughs> and the guy behind the counter was like, "Oh, come on, don't do that." And then the guy ordering goes like, "You can have a bite." And then there was like a pause, and the guy was like, "All right." And this is during and, a, this is this happened during a pandemic. Just to- yes, earlier today. <laughs> I love getting treats from the Wawa show. And one, that that is the, we're, we're stupid, whatever. <laughs> At least we'll never catch COVID. Uh-huh. But then I thought, this is me and Brooks. Yeah. Like, you you would, I feel like you would be the guy ordering the di- disgusting sandwich. <laughs> and I would be like, okay, can I have a bite of it? Yeah, I would, be, I would be in your kitchen, or I would be like in your dining room as you're making mm-hmm. something, and you would be like... I would be like eating uh, frosted flakes, and I would be like, "You will never fill your empanada with something stupid and funny." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you will never make me a comedy empanada. The the, the one t- Brooks thinks I cook an empanada every single day because that's what we had like the one time he came over. It's like how I used to think that my teachers lived at the school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Bro, students still do that in college. Like, yeah. where they know that a different class happens every 75 minutes in a classroom. Mm. I would still, like, when I taught public speaking, I would still, like, get emails from students, like, six days later that's like, hey, are you in your office? I left my Ray-Bans in, in, yeah. in there. And it's in like, there. first of all, that's a classroom. That's not an office. Yeah. The other day, I, so I share um, my room with a couple of other teachers for, like, two periods um, right. Every, whatever the schedule is, but sometimes I have to leave the room and just, if it's my prep, I just have to kind of stand and stare at the wall for mm-hmm. an hour. Um, and then for one of my classes, I came back in and I was like setting up and the kid was like, wait, cause I said, I was like, oh, I was like over here. I, I wasn't in here last period. So I got to set up. And the kid's like, what do you mean you weren't here? I was like, other, other teachers like teach in this room. <laughs> and he was just stunned. Like he, he must have thought that was my house. Like, I just live in that room with no decorations because we're not allowed to put stuff up because of COVID. Right. Uh, that I just live in this blank room with, like, a whiteboard and two windows. And I just... <laughs> I just close my eyes until t- the next day. It's like, I remember being in, like, 10th grade world history and, like, we looked at, like, ancient cave paintings. Mm-hmm. And, like, the teacher, like, did this whole thing about how, like, you know, like, one cave painting, like, it was just, like, a handprint. And it was, like, this really deep shit about, like... Even back then, like, this is a fully realized human who was, like, saying to the world, like, I exist, I was here. And in that mm-hmm. moment, I was like, holy shit, there's, like, a million people have stood where I stood and will after I'm gone. And these people are still, like, having that realization in college. <laughs> just like, yeah. Uh-huh. Damn, teacher, leave classroom. My biggest fear is, luckily, it won't, maybe it won't be so bad because we wear masks now, but, like, the first time I see a kid at, like, Target... <laughs> I'm just gonna fucking die. Oh yeah, you gotta like you there, gotta. There you gotta... was there, there was a girl. She was like, I mean, very you know, upsetting in general that she was at work. But she was like, oh, I was at work the other day, and like this customer was was really rude to me. I was like, oh, where do you work? 
And she was like, oh, the, the Pancheros off of this road. And I was like, okay, good to know I can never go there again. Yeah. So, uh-huh. I just, I, whenever I have to go into a store, I always wear my uh, face covering that says, I hope the XFL never comes back. And then that yeah. way they don't think it's me. <laughs> exactly. I, I... <laughs> I wear my my blue and orange mask that says "Don't go Mets," and then no one knows <laughs> who I am. Under no circumstances do I want Apple. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, to get back to the song, sure. There is one line. Still feel a pang of. That's what I wanted to talk about. Let's go. Yes. Okay. Um. So I I never did this as I, this is going to be the Eddie was a, a blessed child hour because I yeah. never I was never mean to animals I never put salt on a snail or anything you like never that. went Joffrey mode exactly I couldn't do it I couldn't bring myself to um do you have do you have any you know uh safe to safe to share on the air moment yeah, bro of, did of you ever child? kill an animal <laughs> did you ever kill did you ever strap a dog to your parents car and, as they drove down the highway or anything like that no i like one time when i was like six i was over at my rich friend's house which i'm just <laughs> sort of pointing out that he's rich in terms of like empathy <laughs> and, mm. and um he he was like bro i'm gonna go get some salt and um he did it in front of me and i didn't care for it and i still remember what it looked like yes terrible but i do i do like this line because it's in the middle of like this verse that's like um you know it's like i'm very sad i still like candy bars and i like i like eating a disgusting british breakfast Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it's like still feel a pang of guilt about the snails i killed and i just like to think that he's going out of his way to kill snails but but like he's growing (laughs) up so he's feeling bad about it yeah he still does it but now he feels bad when i'm minding the gap and i see that there's a snail on the on the platform i still step on it but i'm like damn that sucked that sucks for him (laughs) yeah thoughts and prayers uh, a Mars, a Mars bar, uh, the, the, the brain masters at Genius have posted a picture. It just looks like a Milky Way. Yeah, there's um, like most, like 60% of candy bars aren't real. Like that, like mm-hmm. nobody's ever gotten like a whatchamacallit. Yeah. Nobody's gotten a Mars bar. Exactly. Um, cr- to me, crunch bars don't even exist until you get them as like the shitty fun size on Halloween. So. Right. Um, you know what are nutty though? Absolutely nutty. You gotta try it sometime. Here, dollar and pound bargain. Is the the midnight Milky Way? That shit whips ass. Oh yeah, the dark chocolate. Don't mind if I do. Oh, it's and it has and it has like the white. Don't laugh. The like the white the white cream inside. That is. Uh, it's funny though. But it's all right, funny, out though, of respect, I won't is, laugh. Damn, that shit tastes good though. Especially when you go to Wawa and get the king size. That's a double pack. Mwah, chef's kiss. Nine million calories. As many calories as a single Sunday roast would have. Great shit, OP. Great shit. Anyway. You're a man now, boy, you're a man now. Title track. I, I, I wanted to skip to it, but I was like, no, I can't. I'll restrain myself. Mm-hmm. But let's see what this album is about. <laughs> and then he has a song about being a nasty little boy. <laughs> uh, Ready for, for the last song? Yeah. The Last Romance. Um, My first note, just uh-huh. to get us started off on the right foot. No offense, but this is Miss Andy to Grey Worm. Okay. Hit me with that lore. It's just, it's, you know, it's about, it, this is, and this is late series Miss Andy. This is like, maybe even like, you know, like, it's Miss Andy's ghost. Mm-hmm. Talking to like evil Gorgo I totally Dudo. forgot what happened to Miss Andy. You Game forgot that Grey Worm stormed King's Landing and brought his translator girlfriend for some reason onto the boat? I've- I forgot that somehow everyone else washed up on the shore 
throwing the boat was exploded, but somehow Auntie Cersei knew specifically who (laughs) Missande was and kidnapped her intact and executed her. Yeah, she was Um, spinning a sign on the mast that said her name on it. mm -hmm. Um, It it was like, it's a fucking, like, um, when you're playing, like, a video game and you see the enemy's name above their head, like, Cersei had that. So she knew that she was, like, a high-ranking... Missande got a cutscene, like, it's fucking Shadow of Mordor or whatever. So she knew, yeah, like, her role. Um, yeah. Uh, Daenerys, on, Daenerys getting... sent a number of, uh, like... She, she airdropped, like, a bunch of notes down on King's Landing to warn everybody that they were coming, and also what all of the main characters look like, just mm-hmm. to be on a lookout for Missande and Grey Worm. Uh, I'm sorry, I just got a breaking text from Kim, who Absolutely. was downstairs. Uh, text, uh, a tweet from uh, former governor of New Jersey, Chris Christie. In consultation with my doctors, I checked myself into Morristown Medical Center this afternoon. Uh, followed by Kim. Didn't you go to this hospital? Yes, that is where I got my colon removed. So uh, <laughs> that's where our, our great former governor wow. is. History has its eyes on you, sir. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Standing where legends once stood. Godspeed, Christie. <laughs> it's Chris Christie tweeting about like, damn, I just saw a weird organ in a jar. Damn, they they got these they got these all over the place. <laughs> Damn. Anyway, so here's my here's here's my thing about the song. Mm-hmm. Um, first of all, it's 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 slow and it's slow on purpose. But like, I I wish that it I wish that it had a banging beat. Boring. Yeah, but it, you know, it's it's like you know, it's a sad like breakup song. It's like you know, it's like uh, we're famous and we're. I'm, this is, I'm Brad Pitt and you're Angelina Jolie and it's very sad. Look at all the sordid details are all over the news. And it, but it's mm-hmm. saying like, it didn't make the news when he painted Da Vinci on her pussy, but now that they're apart, everybody's talking about it, which is true. What happened in the mm-hmm. show? Exactly. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm putting some things together. So, uh, verse two, you painted the town red. Now everyone in the town's dead. That's what, um, Demerit did. That's what Demerit did. Yeah. To, um, everyone. Further down, um, head out north where the sun grows. Uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm gonna take a, a page out of your book. With yeah. This one. The, the official lyric says north. Uh, but remember, we are examining this album through an accent. Okay. Head out north where the sun grows. Okay, see, I I was I took a much longer route, so I appreciate that explanation. <laughs> I was thinking head out north to Winterfell or to Castle Black, mm. actually, if you think about it, mm-hmm. where the sun grows, and that's the son of Rhaegar Targaryen is growing into mm. a into a very sexual man, a very sexual. <laughs> he's learning where he can sort of learn under the guru. Yeah. Also, live by the sea. I thought was also about North because it's an island. That's what. Yeah, they also um, they smashed in the north, right? Didn't they in season eight? Yeah, they were like, "Well, we're both gonna die now." Yeah, um, Mimi and yeah, and every all the all the think pieces were like, "Damn, they finally like did a relationship right, and it's it's beautiful, <laughs> it, mm-hmm. it will last." And then you scroll down further. You think it's it the the headline is like Game of Thrones finally gets a relationship right. But you scroll down and then it's a picture of Brienne and Jamie. I'm like, gosh, shit, <laughs> Brienne and Tormund. Yeah, God. Yeah, fucking wow! I can't believe that Walder Frey and Rob Stark are all putting water under the bridge. They've uh, can't wait to tune into next week. Well, do do you have any other Dovagetti's lore before we wrap up this album? Um. No, I'm looking around. I mean, like, at the, at the verse three, three, he's like, I love you and you're strong, dear. That could be, like, Melisandre saying it to Stannis or something. But I'm stretching. That's pretty much all I got. Strong, dear, yeah. Um, 
So, so it's kind of it, much like the uh, Song of Ice and Fire series. There are multiple points of view in this song, right? So it, it's constantly shifting. Yeah, and at the very end, he he becomes very small, and he says, "When I lay me down, I pray." And it's it's just like bring back the bangers, <laughs> bring back Randy, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you said forever, not until track yeah. twelve. <laughs> Uh, you're a man, oh boy, Riley Ritchie. Good, good pick. Yeah, thanks. You didn't uh destroy my life. Yeah, so thank you. Yeah, I like to I like to take care of my pals. Uh, this is where we do questions. Your your questions post this week was a bit unorthodox. It didn't. It wasn't. It didn't get as many. It wasn't as successful bait as I thought it might be. Because you posted in a language that doesn't exist. I posted it in High Valyrian. I said. uh Dovagetis be so weak va fun point ilian idergan new mazma you're a man now boy on doso rally richie on doso rally richie um costa gana o tepa gana ilva ia masino kiesi udle ganziri but uh i posted the translation afterwards thank you so much we got one question from uh let's open this one up from dragon smoocher on twitter what if it was you're the man now dog instead thanks (laughs) yeah you're i love that damn website you're the man um, yeah, God, I, I, that website, like, there's no way it existed. Like, I, I, you can tell me I was on YTMND, but I, I, oh, yeah. that didn't really happen. Yeah, I went waiting, on, I went on. Waiting five minutes to see the Ronald McDonald internet LOL image. <laughs> yes, oh, terrific. I'm going to go run outside while the Japanese McDonald's commercial loads. I'm going to yeah. love this later. Can't wait to see this one tomorrow. Um, uh, terrific. Randy Savage commercial. Art thou bored? Love this one. Sensational stuff. Yeah, it was no... I I went I, so I went on we, specific YTMNDs, uh-huh. but I never... I was more of an iconescheeseburger.com kind of guy, because I always tried to make lolcats that went viral. Never worked, mm-hmm. but... Never I was, worked. That was my first real grind in terms of content, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, now we head on over to Slap City. Mm-hmm. I went first last week, so you're up. Yeah. Um, so my pick, uh, I didn't want to pick one from his newer album because, you know, maybe, maybe 10 years from now we'll want to do Rally Richie again. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going with a song by DJ Spoonie. Okay. Featuring Rally Richie. And it's called Fill Me In. Okay. It's just kind of like a fun, it's got an, it's apparently a song, and again, this is me not knowing everything about British culture, but it was mm-hmm. apparently originally put out by a British singer named Craig David, which is a fake name that you would come up with, and yes. apparently it was like a big song, so I, I, I mm-hmm. I'm a little self-conscious that it's going to be like, um, I don't know, like somebody being like, I'm going to pick an American song, it's called Yankee Doodle. So I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I'm yeah. sorry if this is like a a British staple. If this is God Save Brooks the Queen, picking God Save the Queen for Slap City. Yeah, an orthodox but, pick. But I was in line for my uh, second COVID test, and um, mm-hmm. I I was searching Spotify for Rally Ritchie features, and this one was the best one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm picking I'm picking a song from this this group because I'm not well versed enough in their in their catalog to do a full pick yet. Maybe we'll v- visit them in the future, but. Uh, I just know this song and I like it. Okay. Uh, I'm picking 1999 Wildfire by Brockhampton. Oh, isn't that the uh, band where, like, it's all caps? It's cool? Yes, it is. Cool. Um, and I like this song because uh, uh, it's, it's a Jazzy Faye production. Uh, and it starts with him in the intro going, oh boy! Like, in the way he says it. Oh, that sounds like funny. something you'd love. 
Yeah, I love Jazzy Fizzle. Um, and then there's a verse about being like, um, like there's a fucking quest in like go in medieval times, and I was like, that's how they live in England. So um, it, they, there's like shillings and fartings in it. So uh-huh. um, I felt like that would fit in with our yeah. Um, I only Kim's know Jazzy laughing. Fizzle. Kim, from... Kim finally laughed at something. Shillings and fartings. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. Why did I come up here? I, <laughs> your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> so yeah, that's mine. 1999 Wildfire. Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's time for a patron pick. It's about damn time. It's October third, the famous day on Fun Point, and mm-hmm. it's time. It's time to pick. We remembered it, didn't forget it. So thanks everyone. Uh, th- I'm, I went a bit unorthodox with this. Usually, the Fun Point algorithm selects someone uh, their pick to be sacrificed. I made an executive decision this week. Okay, and I will re uh, repay because this in. Uh, the grand scheme of things is a fairly recent pick. Sure. So next week I will personally go back and see like who has the oldest one so we can get to them. Okay. Uh, to make t- it centrism. But the reason I'm picking this one is because I didn't want there to be a, a fun point uh, algorithm selection where we would have to uh, do the same artist within, you know, a recent, like a uh, close time span. Sure. Because this is an artist we have received several suggestions oh, to, okay. to cover. I think you know where I'm going with this. We've mm-hmm. talked about it before. Uh, our next Patreon pick will be from uh, Patreon user Watgat. Um, and what we are going to be talking about is... Uh, let's see. Let me open up <laughs> Let me open up the post. Uh, Hi, Fun Point Boys. I'm listening to Take This to Your Grave, Fallout Boy 2003 with my morning coffee. And IMO, it still slaps. This isn't how I wanted this to happen, but I think this needs to be my fun point pick. So join us in two weeks when we talk about Take This to Your Grave, Fall Out Boy 2003 album. All right. What what song from, from Under the Cork Tree will I put on it? On Slap City. Who knows? The pros and cons of breathing. I wonder if we'll have an, anything to talk about with regard to that. All right. <laughs> See you then. I, I never listened to this full album, Take This to Your Grave. I so. haven't listened to any of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just I, I know I know um, uh, Dead on Arrival. I know uh, Thanks for the Memories. Wh- I know the number one with the bullet tonight? down in an earlier round song. So so none of them are are on this one. No, but this is you know I one of my favorite fun point picks to this day was my introduction to uh, my Chemical Romance Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge. Mm-hmm. So maybe mm-hmm. maybe this will unlock a similar and, sort of note in my this, brain. This was like. Before they be this, I think this is the album before from under the cork tree. Right. This is so this like, is from when they were still presumably Christian because most rock bands are like that. Uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and before they made songs that are in like uh, Pepsi commercials. So right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. If I would like was able, it well, I didn't listen to them at the time. But if I went to a Fall Out Boy show when they were still playing. Like take this to your grave shit. I would never shut up about it. Oh yeah, I'd be pissed. I would have been insufferable. So, you know. Uh, well, we'll check it out in two weeks. All right. <laughs> so. This ain't a scene. It's a goddamn arms race. 
Not on this <laughs> album. But, <laughs> Not on this one. But that's another song that I remember. <laughs> Not that song that's about fucking Uma Thurman for some reason. That song fucking sucks. <laughs> that song, no slap. No I have, slap on that I one. like all of the other Fall Out Boy singles that I've heard, but I was like... 13 years old and i heard that song and i was like this is not melodic i don't care for this yeah thanks for the memories fine Ooh, wee, you look just like uma thurman like uh-huh. not, <laughs> not hitting the way patrick stump intended but uh, that's really his name yeah we'll, we'll dig into that in two yeah. weeks though ne- next week uh five grams of iron reaching the end of full middle malcolm man so mm-hmm. you're gonna want to tune in for that um and you, hey you know what you know what I, I just realized? We're almost done with Five Grams of Iron. I am jo- noticing that for the first time. And JoJo time. isn't back yet. I guess we're going to have to have another show to fill the gap. I guess we'll have to... I'm minding that gap and thinking that we might have to fill it. And thinking about it, yeah. <laughs> what are we going to do? I was just going to sit in my studio like Marge Simpson every other Saturday. <laughs> yeah, God, that sounds great, but... Nope. Content never sleeps. Blood Oath podcast forever. Let's go. <laughs> uh, now, we've reached we reached the end of Abbey Road, and now we have to uh, read our patron names. So am I, oh, am I bringing it up? Or? I, I forgot about that, and I'm over at Wikipedia Fallout Boy. If you have it up, you can go for it, but I'll, I'll pull it up if not. All right. I'm going to take a big sip of, of my Pure Leaf tea, and please sponsor us and not spill it all over myself. Hold on one second. Okay, I'm I'm doing the extremely convoluted uh, lookup method. Okay. Terrific. Here we go. Thank you to all of our best friend of the show patrons. Starting with Ziva, Sophie, Silvery Air, Sarah Lucky Dice Kirby, Ducky Aisha, Barrier Trio, Bean. <laughs> in it. That's Sweet what Lord we Virginia. call it in Chicago. <laughs> Walt, Valor W, Sylvie McAvoy, Stephanie Ruff, Ryan Lester. Riza Hawkby, Reliet, Rolly, Paul Moran, Paul Blart Fleshcart, Onion Kalolifer, Nick Jagged, Nicholas Tartaglioni, <laughs> Neve Noel Williams, Nero Wyvern, Milk Succubus, Maximilian Rower, Magenta Rice, Magdalene Jen, Lauren LeBlanc, Kay Darling, Janos Capovari, Hecabee, Graham of Steel, Emily Vanderwolf, Eddard Stoink, Derek, Great Big Sword, isn't it? Curse Goat, Caroline Savage, Brian Randall, Breakfast, Boygameister. <laughs> Jacob Hyde. Anderson voice, Boygameister. <laughs> Forty Burgermeisters, please. <laughs> Black High Tays a Very Good Boy, Audrey Olson, Antigone Progany, Anna XB, Andres Gonzalez, Alex C, Roy, Sarah and Blair, Ryan West, Patrick Gallagher, Matt Ribeiro. Matt Ribeiro, Basil. Gigantic Larry, Elliot Valentine, Destry Hawk, uh, hold on one second, 2 by 2 Pro Wrestling Noah Podcast. That's doubling <laughs> up. You're getting advertising and the shout out. That's, that's, that's next that level. Ass. That's, that's game in the system. That's now analytics. with gas. Trigger Harpy and Alex Schaub. Thank you to all of our brave donors in it. <laughs> Thank you for all the pounds and apples and pears. Mm-hmm. That's the uh, that's the podcast. Thank you, uh, Jacob Anderson. Thank you, Grey Worm. Thank you, Torgo Nudo. Oh, thank you to that nice, cute video from season eight where um, Grey Worm is like singing into a megaphone the At Night I Think of You song, and then Miss Sandy comes up and starts juking. 
especially doing the dance. Uh, thank you, Stalwart Shield. Thank you, Barristan <laughs> Thank you, thank you, Keen Vara, the Red Priest. Uh, thank, thank you, yeah. thank you, Fergus. <laughs> Thanks. Um, who's who's the guy from uh, Bobby from Briggs? Uh, can I tell out. you? Mm-hmm. It feels kind of good to ha- be having a hard time coming up with tertiary characters from <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> I feel like it's finally happening for me. Yeah, because they're they're starting to be replaced with like Heinkel and Darius. Right. So. I was I was just watching the Comey rule on Showtime. Why were you watching that? Because it's important to understand the great stories of our republic. And okay, <laughs> um, and the guy who plays Bronze Jan Royce was on there, and also Una Chaplin who plays uh, Rob. Who White. plays President Donald Trump? The guy who played Mad Eye Moody in um, Bad Series Harry Potter. All right, I'd say like. I guess that's okay because no one in history looks like him. So, yeah. like, that makes sense to have a fucking weird wizard. Yeah, just like, <laughs> like a weird Irish wizard. Pretty much. Yeah. Nailed it. Uh-huh. Um, but anyways, the guy who plays Bron John Royce plays a guy in it. And for like 30 minutes, I was looking at the screen like, who the fuck is this guy? And at first I was like, oh, it's Rickard Karstark. And then I was like, oh, shit. No, he doesn't, he doesn't look enough like shit. I barely so. remember. It's the man with the large armor who I yelled mm-hmm. at for eight seasons because he wasn't looking after Sweet Robin. And then he was fun. <laughs> Uh, oh here he is james comey and fucking jason momoa walks into the the room (laughs) hello Hello. i am mike pence hello hello i am the director of the fbi (laughs) i am vladimir putin where's jill stein so we can collude i saw that on twitter it was really really good listen got him not only should you stream kidding, but yeah. also stream the Comey 2020 rule. Starring Jeff Newsroom. Jeff Newsroom is there playing the same role, not putting any fucking effort into his performance or appearance or anything. And he's just like, what's up? I'm Newsroom. You know, it would have been really funny if they're like, okay, here it is. Inauguration day. He's the new president. And it's like the back of the, the chair in the Oval Office. And it spins around and it's Jim Carrey. But he's dumb and dumber. Character. That would be really. And he had like the Lloyd wig on. It would he be had the funny if it was like, uh, Jim, you've got to go to the White House. It's inauguration day. And it's uh, it's an honor for the FBI man to be there. And then, but the only way that you can get there is on this little motorcycle. And yeah, it's very right. cold. And then, uh-huh. and then James Comey has to pee. <laughs> and then he gets and also, stuck and he can't go on the, stage. Yeah, he has to he has to pee pee his pants he has to in front of the, the Washington. What line. before we go? What reference to a Jim Carrey product do you think will be said first on SNL tonight? Um. Well, it's, it's unfortunately it's not going to be funny. Um. Well, yeah. In some ways, I'm. I'm. It has to be like. I feel like they're not going to do an like they won't go Ace Ventura. They're gonna put like a me myself and Irene goot for some shit. Yeah. Because it has to be like as not funny as possible. Yeah, they're gonna be like, oh, he did the move the famous movie about corruption, fun with Dick and Jane. I think we'll go. Yeah, there. exactly. We're, we're I'm Lorne get, Michaels. I'm Lorne Michaels. What I really wanna do is it what if he could come out playing his classic character from Mr. Popper's Penguins? I think that would be really That funny would be real I really just want him to to for them to be like Listen, out of respect, we're not going what to be playing Biden? President Trump or Joe Biden um, this week on SNL. And he comes out and he says, they call me Mayor Pete, and he's doing the dance. I would like that, unironically. Uh, Kim had a suggestion. Uh, what if he came out and he was wearing the Lloyd 
Joe Biden. He that Joe would Biden, be but really he's wearing the funny. Lord Don't you think? You he know looks what? Like Joe you know Biden. what they're gonna do? Fuck! They're gonna do this. They're gonna do this. It's gonna be Jim Carrey and Kamala Harris, and they're wearing the fucking Dumb and Dumber suits. Oh my god! Oh, oh, oh they're gonna do that. Really they're gonna do that. I'm That's so, so fucking, good. That's actually really good. I'm so fucking mad right now. Oh, he's gonna do. He's gonna do the spray. This the spray backwards, and it's gonna spray out of his mouth, and he's gonna oh. and it's gonna be labeled hydroxychloroquine. Oh, and he's gonna spray it into that. He would have sprayed it into Donald Trump's face, but he can't be there anymore because he's currently sick in hospital, as they say in England. So. Yeah, go well soon. Uh, well, this goes up tomorrow, so I want, can't wait to see how my prediction is right. Yeah, um, I really don't want to watch it, dude. I really, I don't I, think you're going to, but I think you should. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna watch. I mean, I'll watch it through selected clips that you will post. Yeah, it's various. it's completely unthinkable that a person who isn't me like doesn't just consume it from the gifts that everybody shares on Facebook the next day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. But, you know. Okay, oh Okay, no, I I did tab over to Twitter and I saw breaking seven top aides and I was like, "Okay, um, have asked federal authorities to investigate Texas Attorney General for multiple crimes that include by bribery, abuse of office. Like, that's normal shit. Like, I want to see who got the coronavirus. Yeah, it's, I don't give a it's fuck about that. Breaking. Like, Anthony Scaramucci is mean. Bro, that would make me lose my mind. What if, we if have something to happened to the, the mooch? Please give me some reggae. <laughs> <Goodbye>. <laughs> Stupid, stupid, libelous show. Now I gotta see what fucking Yano's just put a fucking Mayor Pete tweet in the chat.